everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful, if a little too hot, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And filling in for Dan Beecher, I'm Dan Beecher. <laughs> Coming up on the show today, Dan. You know, uh, Christians just, they get stuck in their ways. Um, they're, they're, I would say they don't get, they, they are stuck in their ways. They're stuck, um, they're they're permanently stuck. <laughs> and one of the ways that they are stuck is uh, has to do with their attitudes about what to do with the human body after uh, somebody yeah. passes away. About uh, death. Death and human burial. Um, yeah. They like burying and anything they else. They like whatever the thing is that they like. Uh, the religious true. folks, yeah. it, it, it's so stupid. <laughs> so we're going to get to, we're going to have a nice little conversation about sort of the, the situation with, um Yeah. And if you're, Human and if by the way you're, in, I'm just gonna, we'll talk about it at the end of the show too. But just a quick plug: if you are interested in the in that topic, you can come hang out with us at the conference on death, grief, and belief that's happening uh, July 15th through the 17th uh, in Portland. There's still time. There's still tickets. Get your get your act together and get out and hang out with us. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. All right. Um. Yeah. But before that. We got shit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got the story, Dan, of a uh, school, a Catholic school in Massachusetts that has uh, ca- has has irked uh, the local bishop. Um, oh, no. Who uh, he, he's upset that they have been flying pride flags and Black Lives Matter flags uh, <laughs> at the school. And okay. he... Wait mm-hmm. a minute. The pride flag, I understand why the bishop is upset about. Uh, I can see the irkness there, yeah. the irking yeah. of that. Yeah. What's the, but like the Black Lives Matter flag, mm, I'm well, not seeing it yet. Well, yeah, I'm I mean, sure he, you'll get to it. Totally. Yeah. Like he has a reason <laughs> and it's not dumb, his reason at all. Um, no. No, they never or are. Ill informed or. <laughs> Uh, any of those things. No. So, yeah, he he warned the school. It's uh, called the Nativity School, I believe. Uh, yeah. And uh, he said uh, that, that these flags uh, represent movements and support movements that are inconsistent with Catholic teaching. He ordered the flags taken down and, and that they could continue to call themselves a Catholic school if they did. Well, they didn't pay any attention to him, or at least they didn't succumb to his... Uh, pressure and they're like no uh this school serves a diverse community and uh this is actually the students who are asking for us to do this and uh we support these communities so no the flags stay nice he's proven good on his word he's ordered them uh to well he says that they can no longer identify as catholic Oh my God. They're no longer a Catholic school. Uh, they can't. You are tolerating way too many people. You're too nice you, to be Catholic. You are supporting too many human beings. <laughs> you can't be Catholic Without anymore. discrimination. Yes, I know. And uh, they, he said that they cannot celebrate mass, sacraments, or sacramentals whatever that is. And they can no longer be listed in the diocesan directory god i hate some of these words diocesan diocesan is that what it is something the diocesan directory uh (laughs) and they can no longer uh fundraise with diocesan institutions i hope that's the right pronunciation you didn't just make me sound like a ding dong um there's also a bishop currently serving on the school's board of trustees who must be removed um and he's he's leaving no stone unturned in sort of the school's forced uh ending of it being a catholic school which is just so so absurd right it's a it's this school that's serving catholic the catholic community although we know with catholic schools the sort of the modern catholic school that a lot of people who aren't catholic send their kids there yeah um, because it's probably not as expensive as the posh private schools in their community if they have them sometimes it is probably the only private you know, school in the community or alternative yeah. to the public schools. And, and they often uh, have 
quite a good education. And they get it. Catholic. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, the ones here locally are known as like, you know, being really good schools here in Salt Lake. Yeah. Other than that whole Jesus bit. Except for the Jesus bit, which this Catholic bishop has just solved that problem <laughs> yeah. for them, right? What's interesting here is the nativity school is independently funded and does not receive money from the diocese. So he's a Which is why they were able to say fuck off when the yeah. bishop was like, hey, take down the flags. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Um, but also... His authority here is strictly sort of a trademark protection level of authority, right? Like it's like, yeah. mm, you can't use our word anymore. Yeah. You, mm, that, mm, you're not Catholic TM, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise the school's like, nothing's going to change about how we operate. We're just, okay, fine. They're going to appeal to higher authorities at the Catholic church to, um, to you know overturn this because i guess they would like to be able to call themselves catholic well i'm sure that they are yeah i think you could also get around this you could say that you're catholic aligned values or catholic whatever but actually in reality they should just be happy to have been set free because they clearly don't espouse fully catholic views right they um, reject certain Catholic values. Yeah. They they do it by, they like, the whole point of this is that they already reject these Catholic values. Yeah. So, why, so why hold on to it? Why, why care? Except for maybe sort of from the marketing perspective, who they're able to reach. Yeah. But you were worried about the Black Lives Matter flag. I, I would be yeah. remiss if we didn't uh, address uh, the bishop's concerns here. Uh, He said that while the church, quote, stands unequivocally behind the phrase Black Lives Matter and (laughs) strong. Wait, wait, that's a bad start. (laughs) And when you when you say it's unequivocal Uh and then and then there's a (laughs) bite. I feel like you've got an issue. (laughs) Um, He says, yeah, so unequivocally behind the phrase Black Lives Matter and strongly affirms that all lives matter. Uh, oops. Um, the black, the BLM movement co-opted the phrase and promotes a platform that directly contradicts Catholic social teaching on the importance and role of the nuclear family and seeks to disrupt the family structure in clear opposition to the teachings of the Catholic church. I don't know what does black lives matter. (laughs) What? I have no idea what he could possibly be going on about did he did he accidentally skip a groove in the record player and he's and he was <laughs> on to the black the pride flag no nope, he'd what? already addressed the pride flag stuff oh my god uh, because that uh, represents support of gay marriage and actively living a K- uh, lgbtq plus lifestyle um mm. he says the flying of these flags in front of a catholic school sends a mixed confusing and scandalous uh <laughs> message to the public about the church's stance on these important moral and social issues. Oh my God. Absolutely ridiculous. Look, what a ding dong. We believe that black lives matter. Just not though. (laughs) Shut up. Stop it. Well, he's clearly gotten into some really good misinformation. Oh yeah. Black lives matter. Well, like this is the problem. The problem is that when you, you know, he's clear, he's probably a Tucker Carlson acolyte. He's a listener mm. to all of the right wing bullshit media. And the yeah. problem is that all of their arguments sound good in their echo chamber. Yeah. But when they trot them out into the light of actual day and like real humans hear them, they don't actually know what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. And then they, and, and then they, they embarrass themselves. Well, there you go. I hope the school is no longer Catholic. I hope, I hope that they have freed themselves. Yeah. Congratulations is actually the correct thing here. Yeah. Might need to change the name. (laughs) Then that can be the nativity school. I mean, it is, it smacks a little bit of Jesus, but like, well, except that nativity, you know, the root word nativity just means birth relating to birth. So maybe it maybe that it's, you know, they'll pivot to a, a, a school for pregnant teenagers or something. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take us to California where uh, some 
we, you know, we have this uh, pandemic still happening. Mm. I don't know if people know about it. It kind of flew under the radar, this whole COVID thing. Yeah. How are you feeling, by the way? Oh, I'm sure. Our, about 99%. That's good. You know. I'm sure our listeners missed you uh, as, as you convalesced well, last week. I missed them, too. Yeah. Anyway, COVID's still a thing. Um, and in California, they tried to pass a bunch of laws. They tried to make sure that, uh, you know, everybody that had, that had to go to work got, uh, vaccinated, hmm. mm-hmm. which is a smart thing to do. Prudent. Um, so like they're all their their whole police force had to be vaccinated, except of course that in this country, if you have ding dong beliefs, if you have sincerely held idiot beliefs, uh, then you can get out of it. So obviously, if you had a medical reason why you couldn't get the vaccination, that was acceptable. But also, if you just whined that Jesus doesn't like vaccinations, they'll let you out of it there too. But the measure that they then took was you have to be regularly tested. Mm. And that was just obviously to keep everyone else safe. The issue is that uh, now a bunch of cops in San Diego are claiming that getting tested is a violation of their Christian beliefs. (laughs) I didn't know there was a prohibition against nasal penetration in uh, in Christianity. So that feels a little gay. That orifice as well is off the, okay, fine. All right. Just feels kind of queer as all. I don't, I don't trust it. I will not be penetrated in any way. <laughs> you may not. <laughs> My body um, is sound. What they are claiming, and it is obviously trumped up bullshit. It is obviously nonsense, but this is, but the, you know, they got to come up with an excuse. What they are claiming is that they don't like the fact that the swabs contain, and they don't, ethylene oxide what Uh, they don't they the swabs don't contain this it is just a gas that's used to sterilize the swabs before they're packaged Mm. Uh, they're it's not there it's not present on the swabs it's just they are you know exposed to this gas so that they are sterile that's a good thing yeah uh but the these uh these ding-dongs they're just trying to get out of being tested. That's all it is. It is just an excuse. Yeah, they're just grasping but, uh, for anything, any, anything at this point. Yeah, so now they have to fill out these forms, uh, that, and on m- many of them, the exact same verbiage was used, and it had to do with things like, I trust in God's perfect design of my body. <laughs> now... I've seen some cop bodies before, and I'm not trying to shame nobody, but um, perfection's not the word I would use. Mm. I'm just saying, uh, no, God did not design your body perfectly. And that uh, goes for everyone. That goes for, That's for literally every human. Yeah. If you are vulnerable to a virus, your body is not perfect. Yeah. God did not design your body perfectly. Yeah. So shut up about that. That's it's it's all just so disingenuous. That's what I hate about it is that it's so clearly bullshit. It's so obviously bullshit, but the you know the state can't call bullshit on it. They have to be like, okay, motherfuckers, I guess you don't have to get tested. There That's, are spit tests. Yeah. Make them do spit tests. Yeah, yeah. They just that, don't. That's, want- that's exactly right. Is let them go through all these different contortions, you know, to avoid it. Which, why, like, of all the things to avoid, right? Like, okay, like, I highly disagree, but, like, um, you know, a vaccine is, it's it's delivered with a, a needle. And that can be scary, right? Yeah. I can see somebody objecting to that, not wanting to get a shot. It's putting something into your body that they've heard all this stuff about, like, what it could possibly be or do or whatnot. And they're ding-dongs, so they don't want it, right? Right. But literally a cotton swab or whatever being shoved up your nose, not even that far anymore, right? Like, they're just going around your nostril a little bit, right? Like, a half inch up, that's not very far. And and what? It has to be in your nose for, like, 15 seconds or whatever now? Yeah. 
if you're doing a home test. I know because I've done a few of these tests recently. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's just, it's so dumb. Like, why not be tested? Why not? know? Right. Like right. for anything, like you're, you should be concerned. Like, I think a takeaway for me from the pandemic, and I hope it's one for everyone. Is it like, if you've got a cold, if you got the flu or whatever, like stay, stay home from work. Right. Put a mask yeah. on. If you're going to the store, it's just about being a good human being. Right. Like citizen. hopefully these are things that are, are sinking in. Um, but they're clearly not right. Like these, these assholes don't even want to know if they're sick. No. They, and they want to pretend like none, none of this ever happened yeah. and go back to exactly how they were before and learn nothing. And yeah. yeah. Well, all right. That's great. Uh, well, here's some, some fun uh, new information coming from Gallup. That's the polling organization. Yeah. Uh, they just finished up their uh, values and beliefs poll that they do periodically to see, you know, to, 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 measure Americans belief or not belief in God and okay. uh, some attitudes about all of that. Well, we are at a new time low for belief in God that I'm sure this will come as no surprise to anybody. Uh, you mean the, the trend line continues? The trend line continues. We, we, we know this uh, because we talk about it a lot on the show, but it's down to 81% of Americans who believe in God. This is down oh. six percentage points from 2017, which is the last time they they uh, asked this question. And they when they started asking this question in 1944, uh, let me pull it up real quick. It was in the obviously the high 90s. It was in the very high 90s. It was uh, 94 percent uh, of Americans in 1944. Mm. Um, so they believe in God. Uh, it actually dipped. Uh, in 1947, it went down to 94%. I know that might've had to do with a lot of people having seen some atrocities in the world yeah. um, and becoming disillusioned. Uh, but then it uh, goes up to 98% in 1953 and basically stays there until the late sixties. Uh, yeah. 98% of Americans saying they believe in God. Uh, and then starts a really gradual drop off to when they started when they started asking the question again in 2011, where they have 92% of Americans saying that they believe in God. Uh, hmm. They didn't ask the question apparently between those two points. So that is a long span, but you can only assume that it was just a gradual drop off or that's all we can do is assume that it was a gradual drop off. Um, but then it kind of goes, it dips down to 90 or 89% in 2004 I'm sorry, 86%. And then it goes up to 89% in 2016 and then starts its drop again um, through the Trump years, hmm. <laughs> which I mean, come on. If anything has exposed sort of the unholy alliance of uh, religion and the hypocrisy of the religious right. uh, in, in America, uh, it was definitely the Trump years. And we're now down to this 81% which is, I think, a pretty remarkable number. Just yeah. just knowing America, having grown think, up here. You know, it's funny because what because you, you said that it was like it was what a six percent drop. Yeah, from uh, from the last time they did it, which doesn't sound like a lot, but if six percent of Americans over basically decided, five year period, five have five, decided six, that's period. like yeah. twenty million people. Yeah, yeah, or something. It's a lot of people um, who yeah. are coming to terms with, you know, uh, the universe as it is. And uh, yeah, and the numbers, they obviously provide quite a little breakdown. Things that will not surprise you uh, based on party affiliation. We're looking at numbers from 2017 to 2022. So this is a five year period. Party identification Republicans, 95% dropped down to 92%. It went down. That's good, but yeah. still numbers that are kind of crazy. Democrats, 84% dropped down to 72% of Democrats saying they believe in God. I think there that's pretty remarkable when you think about, well, first of all, the party differences in America are yeah. stark and will only continue to become more stark um, if the Democrats continue to drop at that rate versus 
the very yeah. slow rate the Republicans seem to be dropping. Regions, um, the South and uh, the Midwest both dropped at the highest rates compared to the rest of the country. The South went from 93% to 86%. That's seven point Ooh. drop. Um, and here, this one is absolutely crazy to me. Um, place of residence, city, suburban, town slash rural are the sure. three places of residence. City residents dropped from 86% to 82%. Not a huge drop. Suburban, suburbanites uh, dropped from 86%. To eighty percent, so they're dropping oh, wow. quick more quickly. Uh, town and rural, eighty nine percent dropped to eighty two percent. So city residents and rural folk are at the same level of belief at eighty two percent. Interesting, which completely blows my mind. And then uh, they also have some numbers on belief in God by subgroup, meaning they look at religious service attendance, party identification, ideological identification. They break it down uh, that way. Where, where was the interesting number here? Well, it's the young folk, I think, is the, the main takeaway from this breakdown. Uh, 18 he said, to, shocking all of us. <laughs> 18 to 29-year-olds. So these are the four ways that you could rate yourself. Uh, here's You believe that God hears prayers and intervenes. That God hears prayers only, that God does neither, or you do not believe in God. And 18 to 29-year-olds, 30% believe that God hears prayers and intervenes, hears prayers only, 29%, uh, does neither, 9%, and does not believe in God, 32%, which is pretty pretty good. Our yeah. age group, we're at like 17% does not believe in God. And the there 50 to 64-year-olds are 9% don't believe in God. So, all right. And then the oldies jump up to 12%. So there's something going on there. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we, we continue to wise up a little bit. Yeah. It's now, not we... happening quickly enough. We may no. not, it may not happen in time to preserve our democracy, but, <laughs> or, or our species. <laughs> there's that too, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, speaking of our, dwindling democracy and idiot species. Uh, I'm going to take us to Florida, uh, South Florida, specifically where a congregation of, uh, of uh, a Jewish congregation uh, called Lador Vador. I, I'm sure that's I said adorable, that isn't it? <laughs> uh, they are suing the state because of a new anti-abortion law signed by Ding dong governor Ron oh, DeSantis. Okay. Um, this is a really restrictive uh abortion law that's uh that blocks it bans abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, meaning you don't even know you're pregnant and uh and it's too late. Well, that's the point. So, <laughs> it's a so on the uh so the this uh this congregation, this Jewish congregation, is suing hmm. and he what they have to say about it, I think is really interesting. And I, you know, I think that. This may be, I don't know, I don't hold out any hope because really, as we've learned, religious freedom in this country means Christian free, Christians get to do what they want and yeah. everybody else has to just shut up. But uh, I like the point that they make. The lawsuit says this, for Jews, all life is precious and thus the decision to bring new life into the world is not taken lightly or determined by state fiat. In Jewish law, Abortion is required, if necessary, to protect the health, mental or physical well-being of the woman or, for many other reasons, not permitted under the act, meaning the new law. Right. I think that's, uh, that's exactly right. Like, yeah, bringing a new life into this world is a decision not to be taken lightly. Yeah. And yeah. should therefore be very much protected. Yeah. Uh, you know, if if a if if a pregnant person doesn't want to be a parent, yeah. Uh, or and also doesn't, you know, doesn't think that being pregnant will be good for their mental or physical well-being. Right. They need to have the medical options that are available. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't hold out a lot of hope that this that, that this will be a successful lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, especially with the current Supreme Court 
uh, yeah. that we have, the howler monkeys that we have on the Supreme Court, as the opening arguments guys will say. Yeah. The, I mean, the um, it seems to me, though, that this stands a better chance than the satanic, and God bless them, the satanic temple. Yeah. But it stands a better chance than satanic temple. Agreed. Um, because it's coming from an established religious uh, tradition that has thousands of years of history. Nobody would dismiss Jews as being like just a, a parody religion or exactly. a fake religion yeah. or whatever. So the grappling with this for a court is going to have to happen on a much different grounds. It can't just easily be dismissed. So that's right. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, that's amazing yeah. and well done. Well, I want to take us to an absolutely horrible incident. Uh, that, oh, good. Yeah. I mean, of course, right. Uh, that took place in the Bay Area, the San Francisco uh, Bay Area in California, lest, you know, you don't know what the Bay Area is in the over in the East Bay, um, a drag queen by the name of Panda Dulce. I believe that's how you say it. Is it Dulce? D-U-L-C-E? Uh, who is a name I've recognized. Uh, she's uh, participated a lot in the uh, drag queen story hour. At her local library, and I think we've talked sure. about uh, her specifically um, before when the, when when the drag queen story hour has come up. Uh, unfortunately, this is one of the worst incidents that has ever come up, to my knowledge, about the drag queen story hour. Uh, a group of proud boys um, decided that they were going to go and attend the drag queen story hour, and uh, oh God. it wasn't just to hear the stories. Uh, what? Sadly. Um, they, they don't want to hear a, a, a nice children's book re reading. <laughs> Apparently they, uh, they filed in right as it was starting. Uh, Panda Dulce was uh, still singing her welcome song. Hello, children. Hello, grownups. Hello, everyone. It's nice to see you here. Apparently is some yeah. of the lyrics. Obviously corrupt and disgusting lyrics. <laughs> Uh, the group of men entered the library uh, and uh, filed into the back, sat down. And actually, before we proceed, I just want to issue a, a trigger warning and uh, just say that some of some of I, I feel it's important to actually say some of the words and it is uh, they're not nice and they're not appropriate. Um, so if you're not ready for that, yeah, that's skip fine. ahead just, a little just bit. skip ahead a little yeah. bit. Um, anyway, they started yelling at Dulce. So who brought the tranny is one of the things they said. Mm. Uh, they were referring to her as it and a pedophile, calling her a pedophile. Dulce correctly fearing violence hid in the back office with a security guard. Uh, she says, I yeah. didn't know if they were armed. It was, I was only acutely aware of the fact that neither myself nor any of the librarians were. And uh, she points out, she pointed out in, in an Instagram post uh, that the men totally freaked out the kids. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, right. Um, they got right in our faces. They jeered. They attempted to escalate to violence. The Alameda County Sheriff's Office was uh, called to the scene. By the time they got there, a number of the, 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 the men had already dispersed. Uh, no arrests were made at the time. They uh, felt like they were responding to a disturbance and that quote at the time there was no reason to do an arrest. Um, oh it wasn't till later that we discovered that it was targeted hate speech and that it was done by design and organization. It was, they discovered it. They were told uh, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. <laughs> once it was explained to them. Right. Um, and then they say that they'll follow up with this change in events and the dynamics of the disturbance. So they are wanna, looking at it as a hate crime and uh, which it is, which it clearly is. And so, and usually the way the hate crime statutes work is it just sort of takes the possible punishment or penalty up a level, right? Yeah. So this is a public, it, it probably would have been charged clearly as a public disturbance, um, yeah, or harassment or something or like harassment, that. something along those lines. It will be escalated uh, thanks to the hate crimes. Yeah, statutes. I, I so. wanted to circle back to something. Uh, the the slurs and epithets that they were throwing. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that people are aware that there is a right wing thing that's happening now where they are purposefully 
miscategorizing drag queens as trans mm. and lumping them in together and then also lumping in pedophilia yeah. to all of that. And one of the men was actually wearing a shirt that said, kill your local pedophile. And it had a, a, an image of a gun. The words were printed over the top of a, of a gun. It's very important that we, uh, as, 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 you know, people who aren't assholes, mm -hmm. when we go out into the world, if you are, if you're having a conversation with someone and you hear them lumping in drag queens, trans people, like all of these people deserve respect and uh, and good treatment. Yeah, but don't let people make them into one category for one thing, mm -hmm. and then absolutely do not let them lump. Don't get away with saying anything about pedophiles or anything like uh, that. Yeah, it's terrifying, right? That they're well, first of all, the whole thing's fucking terrifying, right? Like there wasn't yes. a person there that wasn't traumatized by this event, um, right. because like they have the the article has pictures of the men. These were serious looking dudes, right? Yeah. Uh, they were, a couple of them were kind of scary looking. And so, yeah, there's nobody there that wasn't, that didn't feel highly threatened. These poor kids, right? Like at least Dulce, Panda Dulce is an adult. And, uh, yeah. but that doesn't make it any easier, obviously. Um, well, it makes it in one way, maybe a little easier. And she's had time to build up some, like she knows, right? Some of the challenges that are out in the world. She's already for, brave. Yeah. Like we know how that this is a brave person who's right. going out and knowingly uh, engaging in something, right? Like where there and knows she that knew this. Assholes. This was a possibility. Yeah. Um, the kids, however, I I can't even imagine. Could you imagine being a kid in that room? You're having a good time. There's a performer who's there who's going to be, you know reading you a story it's fun maybe you've been before and it's just it's just a delight right yeah. um i'm sure she's great with these kids because she keeps doing it and kids yeah. keep coming back right and uh, how these assholes cannot po cannot possibly have thought ahead as to and and have an ounce of human dignity kindness concern for other people, right? For the children. Concern for children, right? To barge in there and to do that, like, the, I don't even, I don't even know how to process it. It's well, really terribly ugly, awful shit. The Proud Boys are legitimately scary. And, uh, and I'm, yeah, I, I can't yeah. even believe it. And well, the, yeah, the whole fucking pedophile thing. Well, and I, I went, I, I accidentally put, did my stories in the wrong order. So I'm, we're going to close out with something just as scary. Sorry, everybody. I usually try to close out <laughs> well, with, uh, with something them. fun and we've light. Them. Yeah. But, you uh, can just... but no, we're just going to keep up with the scary thing. I, by now, most of our listeners, probably a lot of you have already heard about the, uh, the incident in Northern Idaho. Mm. where a literal truckload, like a U-Haul truckload of 30-some-odd, <laughs> 31 white supremacists were prevented, but they were planning on going and, uh, and disrupting, uh, and I'm guessing that's a light word for what mm. they were planning on doing, a, uh, a gay pride festivity. Mm-hmm. Best, some sort of fun up in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Mm. They were, and these, these were men who had come from a whole bunch of neighboring states and including our fair Utah. Yeah. Um, we know that some of them were LDS, were Mormons, and they were literally going to go and probably start violence yeah. at, at a very peaceful gay event. I wanted to bring it, you know, there, I, I read an interesting article uh, from religious new, Religion News Service. Do you remember Matt Shea, who Matt was a Shea. Washington state lawmaker, but like a right wing nutball who uh, he wanted who to was, like, he, like start his own state or something like that, right? Is yeah. That that guy? And yeah, 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 yeah. I think, okay. yeah, that's him. And, and he's also a pastor for a crazy uh, ministry. So uh, as soon as the uh, the news came out about this group of 
of men who had been stopped from uh, committing violence against uh, gay people, he said, Shay came out and said that it was Antifa oh that were God. doing it and that he was glad that the ambush, the Antifa ambush was thwarted. When are, um, they, when are these assholes going to stop being such chicken shit? Because everybody on their side already supports them. And n like, seriously, yeah. who, who are you? Who do you think be is actually believes that it's Antifa? You're not. You're not fooling us. Maybe you're well, fooling some of your idiots. Yeah, but like, and that's the, the thing is that they try to just confuse the matter. They just give people anything, you know, plausible or not, so that they can not believe that their own people are being the most horrible people. And, uh, and yeah, you know, they've, what they've done is primed their side to believe that everything is a false flag operation that's actually a trick by the other side and they're the ones that are orchestrating everything and then making them look bad, which is ironic because they actually do the, the opposite. They actually do that uh, on their side. Anyway, turns out two of the, uh, of the men arrested are associated with Matt Shea's church. Oh, boy. He knew full well that it wasn't Antifa, and he knew two of the guys arrested. So oh, my God. Uh, it's a it, it's it's a bunch of bullshit, but yeah, things are getting spicy. Yeah, up in this country, it is uh, it is not safe. Yeah, well, and so. and I I just want to point out the lengths that these guys will go to, like it, having that many people in the back of a U-Haul is a clear violation of the <laughs> rental contract. Yeah, right. Like you are. They're not getting not. their deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the lengths they will go to. So they, they literally turn themselves into the, uh, the Mexican immigrants that they hate so much. <laughs> like serious, like, Oh my God. Like it, that when I read that, that, that they had loaded a bunch of people up in the back of a box truck like that, like that's, they were just planning on throwing op open that door. And can you imagine 30 some odd people just barging out into a pride festival? Angry young men who got themselves worked up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would have been, it would have been, ugly. there would have been deaths. There would have been I, murder. It, it probably, right? Almost certainly. I yeah. cannot imagine that scenario ending in anything other than a horrible outcome. Yeah, I know. Uh, so there you go. Well, if, uh, if, if you have, some uh, some insight into this or any of the stories we've talked about today, please feel free to write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There is more show coming right up. So Frank, yeah, we have heard the words of the prophets on our show many uh, times, many, the, many, many times, and they're always they are, just the most insightful. They're they're, they're, they're the strongest thinkers of our times. I think that's clear. <laughs> and this one, we've heard this guy's voice before. This is Johnny Enlow hmm. uh, talking to canned ham Steve Schultz, oh, and he's. What I like about this clip is that he's going through his prophetic process with us. Um, this will involve talking about the prophetic significance of Mo Donegal. I guess that's the name of the horse. I, I'm a little confused. I don't like follow a horse, horse racing. Yeah, that's a bad horse name. I don't like that name. <laughs> I can think of a thousand better names for a horse. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this horse won the Belmont Stakes. Mo Donegal, if it's a horse, I don't know. Maybe it's the jockey. I don't. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Mo Donegal is a, was the winner of the Belmont Stakes uh, horse race, and it is significant, and he, we're about to learn why. Oh, okay. Mo was named after uh, Momentum, but it is also a short for Moses. And it is also, M-O is, you know, uh, the state of Missouri, 
when you write out it's M-O in Missouri is the show me state. So there's a little bit of Moses. There's a little bit of momentum and a little bit time to show me that that goes with it. The, you know, the initials of Missouri. Mm. OK, so now let's look at this. Break down this name Donegal. It's D-O-N-E-G-A-L. So it's Mo Don Egal. And remember, we're decoding prophetically. This happens all the time. People do it naturally with numbers and names. And so Don, first three letters, Don. Now, who's Don? Donald Trump. There's Donald Trump. Now, if you want to say Don also means gift from God, it also means king. And it's some way the Lord, fine. All the above. Yeah, all of the above. We already have pointed out that his name is associated with this region and with the walls of Donegal already, uh, Trump. So it's it's not just we're inserting that uh, foolishly. Egal, E-G-A-L, it's not just uh, short for egalitarian, but it actually has a definition on its own, still meaning the same thing. Egal means equal. And Egalitarian, again, it's also the shortened form of egalitarian, means based on the idea that people, remember, we the people, that people are equally important and should have the same rights and opportunities. Another definition, all humans are equal in fundamental worth. So we see this this thing of um, Dawn contending for we the people so that our rights and our freedom exist the way they're supposed to awesome i mean it makes perfect sense as uh, yeah as uncle mark from how to heretic would say all that makes is sense it's uh, <laughs> uh it, it is amazing to me that people can listen to that you know he's showing his work i like that he's showing his work <laughs> i just think it's hilarious that someone would listen to that and go oh yeah oh, all that oh, makes totally. sense well let me see what other words are in there yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. There, Donegal well, has don, D-O-N-E in it. Done. And don yeah, done. Means, must mean something. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, you have a done gal. The, the, okay. the, the woman is is finished. The, the, yeah, which She's, obviously um, okay. God is trying to tell us that, uh, that women mm. need to stay out of uh, ministry. So I done. It's clear to me. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't see that, to be honest. Yeah, that's really, shocking. We should send that to him. Say this is something else we saw. <laughs> You've missed something, <laughs> prophet man. <laughs> oh man, alive! <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, God, you just gotta. Who sits there, and 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 is like paying attention, and 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 sees proof, sees evidence, right? In his words. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God. It's people are funny. Anything. I, I think do. I saw a TikTok of a guy doing some prophecy where he it was basically there was video of a murmuration of birds. Oh. And at one point, you know, one part of it did look a very much like a human face. Oh. Not a not a recognizable human face, but just sort of you know, we are we're pattern seeking animals and yeah. we'll see a human face in pretty much anything. Absolutely. So there it is. Looks a lot like a human face. Pretty interesting. This guy goes off on how that's Vladimir Putin for sure. <laughs> it's Vladimir Putin. And why are we getting Vladimir Putin? Well, look at the <laughs> billboard that they're flying in front of. Oh my god. Which is a McDonald's billboard, and it has the word treats. Well, what treats? Are we going to get from Vladimir Putin? Well, look at this ice cream on the billboard. Doesn't that look a little bit like a nuclear explosion? It does to me. No, it did not at all look like that. But but that's man. the treat we're gonna get is a nuclear explosion. Yeah, because that's mm. the way that that's Tasty. the way that the Lord talks to us. He gives us an image of a face, and then we figure out that it's Putin, and then and then the Lord says, you know, a nuclear explosion, that's a treat. That's oh how God. the, thus saith the Lord. So, there, okay, what could possibly be different in these people's minds, right, from, from them doing this, between them doing this and um, somebody with a bunch of chicken bones, right, yeah. who's like, shakes them up and throws them on the ground and then reads the pattern, right? Yeah. Or uh, something else or- that... 
they would dismiss reader. Yeah. It, it, like, like it's all the exact same thing. They, but they would say the one is demonic and satanic yeah. or whatever. And that theirs is obviously good because they're, you know, because they're using the word Jesus at the end. Yeah. Like, obviously. But then, like, I think that, yeah, they live in a really magical world. It's, it's fascinating. It's terrifying. Yeah. Because <laughs> anything goes. All right. So last week, Kate and I talked about how after the, uh, the, the ruling, the Samuel Alito's ruling that he uh, that got leaked from the, the U.S. Supreme Court about Roe v. Wade being overturned, there was an uptick in uh, interest in witchcraft. Uh, and and we, we had a lot. Okay, we had a, yeah. A, a bunch of stuff to say about that. Uh, a listener calling themselves Queerly Atheist wrote in to say, Hi, after listening to the newest episode of Talk Heathen, that's another podcast, uh, I drove... I dove straight into TGIA's newest episode. Talk Heathen just had a caller talking about TikTok and the growth of the witch community in correlation with the Roe v. Wade issue. The caller mentioned something. Uh, some of these people on witch talk mm. are giving not so great advice on inducing abortions, i.e. sticking certain herbs inside yourself. Oh. The caller stated a couple of people followed this advice, which led to the death of one person and the hospitalization of another. Oh, Jesus. I uh, just found it interesting to immediately go to TGIA and one of the first things talked about is the correlation of witches and the Roe and Roe v. Wade. It's just so fucking terrifying to know I'm in a state where safe termination of pregnancy is being ripped from people with uteruses. Please, please, please do research before trying anything. Yeah. There's a lot of misinformation and I'm sure a lot of it is unintentional and not out of malice, but we are just seeing the beginning of what horrible outcomes take place when you strip access to safe health healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to enter a pretty ugly period of time. And there are a lot of, as as this person points out, a lot of well-meaning people who are going to be providing what they think yeah. is a very safe way of inducing an abortion. And it may not be. Yeah. Uh, and just because they are on your side of an issue doesn't mean that their advice is good. So yep. be incredibly careful there are medically proven things and we you know look ours the state of our medicine is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination but at very least if it is under the jurisdiction of the fda and uh you know or or whatever your country's medical authorities are at very least then you know adverse effects have to be reported they are compiled with the data we know what the risks are. We know what the benefits are. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot more than anything that doesn't have that data, that doesn't, that isn't scientifically studied, so that all the people have to report are the successes. They don't report the negative uh, outcomes, and it gets a lot spookier. Yeah, well, literally, literally like spookier. They love witches. it spooky. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we had a a caller, did we not? We did. We do. Uh, this is a uh, listener uh, who uh, is alerting us to a story. So we might, let's just have a listen. Okay. Hey, guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, this is Matt calling from Austin, Texas. I'm a big fan of the podcast. So thanks for doing the show. Um, quick message here. I don't know if you guys are aware of a, uh, an evangelical camp in Missouri called Kanakuk Camps. It's with a K, K-A-N-A-K-U-K. Uh, it's the largest evangelical summer camp in the country. It's been around for decades. What's also been around for decades is the sex abuse at Kennecott Camp of campers. Former staffers, uh, numerous, uh, are now serving prison terms for sex abuse. A lot of information coming out even daily about how pervasive the problem's been. What's appalling, if that's not appalling enough, is uh, that the leadership that has been in place uh, over time uh, has been giving air cover to these sex offenders in the interest of protecting the Kennecott brand. They've been covering up this. And what's even more sickening is these guys are still in place, still in leadership at the camp. So at any rate, <clears throat> it's not really getting enough exposure nationally. And so just wanted you guys to be aware uh, that the largest evangelical summer camp uh, in the country 
has been engaged in covering up sex abuse for a long, long time and still having things happen like uh, having campers apologize uh, to the offenders for making accusations, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, at any rate, I uh, just want to make you aware. I hope you're doing well. Uh, keep up the good work, and I'll keep listening. Thanks. Well, I, for one, am shocked <laughs> that a... I'm, I shouldn't make light of it. No, like this is no. it's obviously horrific. Yeah. Uh and but, if you listener were affected by this or something yeah. like it, I there are there is help available. Yeah. Please seek therapy. Please if you want to seek legal remedies, there may those may be available also. Yeah. But but yeah, this is the playbook. This is what they do. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? Like well, they put kids in harm's way and then protect themselves and not the children. Yeah. And you know, like you, you're, you made sort of a joke or you made, you know, whatever of it not being shocking. Right. And it's, it's just not. not, it's just not shocking. And that is the truly horrifying part of it. Aside yeah. from, you know, the, the actual abuse and everything, but like the fact that we as a population, we as a country, um, we as a people, like just humanity, like we're just not shocked when we hear anymore about uh, religious folk in positions of power uh, abusing the vulnerable and then covering yeah. it up. Like it's just, it just is. Yep, of course, of course, yep. that happened. Horrible. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, it's hard to wrap not, your head around that. that not like, okay. That but, it is so prevalent. Yeah. And that this is the playbook that they turn to every single time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, do we have some folks to thank? We do indeed, Dan. Uh, we've got a bunch. Um, we have, uh, let's see, we have three new deacons. We have Woo. L. Um, whoa. Elizabeth, Elizbaby made me subscribe. Oh, okay. And uh, Bella Via. So okay. thank you to the three of you. Three new deacons. You get to pass the sacrament at Mormon Church. Um, and have magic powers that are not really determined fully. <laughs> and we have a new teacher by the name of Keely. Um, so thank you very much. All of you get magic powers. It's awesome. Thank you so much for your support of the show. And if you'd like to join them, uh, which you should do. join them. <laughs> You can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and clicking on the support tab. Uh, as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Davis! More show coming up. Dan? Yeah? How, wh what do you want done with your body when you die? Do you have wishes? I do. Yeah? I don't think that my wishes are going to come true. Oh, why? Uh, I have always said that what I would like is to be stuffed, <laughs> uh, realistically posed, uh -huh. uh, with some, like, motion detectors in my eyes. Oh, gross. And, uh, and I'll pre-record a bunch of things, but, like, as people walk past, you know, my voice will come out, you know, put her there, pal! Say, how's the weather out there? That sort of thing. And uh, and then uh, anyone who stands to benefit from my legacy after I'm dead, my 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 all of my fabulous wealth after I'm dead, they have to they have to host <laughs> my stuffed body prominently. <laughs> oh, in their, that's that's what you're in their home or business. To, that's the payment. For, yeah, for all the money. That's what they have to do for all the money. Mm. Yeah. All right. I don't have any children, so it, it's not yeah. as fun that way. Like I was hoping that like. The, the idea is who, whoever my uh, beneficiaries are, like they have to call each other at some point and be like, you got to take Dan. He's really freaking out the kids. <laughs> Somebody please yeah. take him. It's your turn. It's an absolutely awful idea, Dan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry to have to be the one to tell you. Um, I don't I don't think there's any danger that it'll actually happen. So <laughs> everyone's safe from stuffed Dan. Um, but but you know, barring that, hmm. I don't really care what oh. happens to my body. Okay. Uh it's not you know, I won't be in it anymore. So 
They can all, they can like, you know, I, I would like it as much of it to be used for scientific advancement as possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, but also, hmm. you know, there are, you know, there are lots of options. And one of the options that I actually really like, uh, and this is the story that sort of got me, got us thinking about this, is composting. Mm, which is a thing that is yep uh you know it's basically they just put a body into a a reusable uh container Mm -hmm. and they uh they put in they they put they surround it with wood chips and uh Mm -hmm. you know get air flowing through it and Mm -hmm. it just accelerates the natural processes of decomposition Mm -hmm. and uh and in the end you get soil yeah it yeah. just and then you can literally just push up the daisies. I think it's I think it's about as nice of a way of like disposing of a body as you could come up with. Because like, you know, if you're cremating, you're burning the body, right? And then there's like whatever pollution that's caused from that. Yeah. If you're putting somebody and in the ground, it's not an insignificant amount of pollution. There is like like particulates go into the air. It's it's not great. If you're, if you want, you know, if you're buried in the ground, like you're actually not really in the ground, you're in like a concrete vault, which is the way we do it in this country. Right. Yeah. And so you're, yeah, you're in a wooden box in a concrete box. Yeah. So you, it's ridiculous. Your body will rot in that sit in that place as much as it does, whether or not you elected for, you know, being embalmed. And uh, which, by the way, everyone should know you don't have to do that. I, you know, if, unless the, uh, unless the body needs to be preserved for a few weeks while you get, you know, funeral rites in order or whatever. Yeah. You, you can opt out of the embalming just fine. Or, you know, if you're being, um, put in a glass box to be put on display somewhere. (laughs) Right. Um, which would be another option for you, Dan. I mean, you could, you could go that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty beloved, so I, I assume that many people will want to come and visit me uh, over time. Yeah. So, But like, this is just, it's just, it, it just seems, it just seems nice because the body, you know, just goes back to the dirt. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's us engaging in the cycles of nature like yeah. we're meant to do. Yeah. And um, it, I, but, for me, it's not even so much of like a comfort thought, uh, even though I like the idea of it. It's just on an environmental, you yeah, know, just the environmental question of like what 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 happens to dead bodies, right? Like yeah. this is just nice. It just there you go back and literally into the ground and into the soil. So yeah, uh, but the problem is that. The entire conversation around death and uh, and you know the disposal of bodies and whatever is dominated mm. by the religious uh, voices in our country. I assume other countries as well. Yeah, yeah and sure. they are uh, you know dicks about <laughs> it, and and also just unreasonable. They get so uptight about anything new. And then after it catches on for a while, then they're like, yeah, that's okay. But the new, the other newer thing's not okay. So, you know, some of them accept uh, cremation when they didn't before. It was burial only. Yeah. And it's just so stupid. Um, it's, it's literally just whatever the prevailing icky feelings are about. Yeah. Right? Like, literally, does it make you feel icky? Well, then that must be, that must be bad. That's not of Jesus. Right. Well, here, yeah, let me just, I'm just going to read this quote from Kathleen Domingo, who is the executive director for the California Catholic Conference. Uh A lady? What are they doing? (laughs) But she said that that this uh, composting process, quote, reduces the human body to simply a disposable commodity. Oh, God. What the fuck does burial do? I mean, are are we actually going to be buying human compost from Home Depot? Like, is that what she's saying? Is, she, is that what she thinks is going on here? That like I don't know that, what she thinks. That you you as compost isn't being turned over to your loved ones so right. that they can like you know fertilize a tree with you. Yeah, she's she's envisioning entire farms 
growing their crops out of human. She's screaming uh, Soylent Green is made of people is what she's doing. <laughs> it's just so stupid. And yeah, she's yeah, she's like, this is a method of disposing of livestock. Not uh, so the point oh my is God. they're not following any kind of logic like there's nothing more, quote, disposing of someone than just chucking them in a hole in the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is literally, you're just throwing them in the, the garbage and putting a, a rock on top of it. Yeah. Uh, so, she's, anyway. But yeah. she's used to that. Right. Yeah. But, and that's so California's California is trying to pass some a law that, that legalizes this. It's only legal in a few states. It's legal in... Uh, Washington and I think uh, Colorado and it's working its way through uh, legalization I think in Oregon that makes sense yeah but it is so it like I don't understand why the only reason it's controversial is because yeah you're right people get the ickies about it Mm -hmm. and they they just assume that their ickies are because Jesus said, don't do it. <laughs> that's and it that's works. just so weird. <laughs> it's just so like, they're, they're not thinking through it. They have their initial response. They, they slap the word Jesus on it. And then that, and then that's their position. Yeah. And it's, it is their unequivocal hard and fast position until they, until it's not. So I don't know. I I just think when we're talking about death, and this is why actually you and I are going to be speaking at that conference on death and dying Mm -hmm. is because, yeah, it's because the conversation has been dominated by voices who refuse to actually engage their brain. Mm -hmm. And it's not okay. It's not like they're literally, as you say, you know, California actually literally had to relax their environmental, their their pollution standards mm. because so many people died from COVID that the uh, the crematoriums were pump- pumping out too much uh, pollution. Would but they, even, they had even... to do it. They didn't have any other yeah. options. It was that or burial, and and some people, and those are the only options available. Yeah. I mean, would anybody even notice if there was more pollution? Like, <laughs> in California. I'm, I'm surprised that I mean that was that was a lot of dead people. You know, just take your de- California, just take your dead people and put them in the forest. They burn every yeah. year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> just uh, just to figure <laughs> something out with that. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a great idea because you know either wolves get you, yeah, you know, or fire. That's what my dad wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I asked him, like, you know, what, how do you want your body to be disposed of? He was like, oh, just take me into the mountains and throw me to the wolves. <laughs> okay. Not, not legal, dad. I like the sentiment. I like where your head yeah. is. That's great. Yeah. How about being composted? Yeah, exactly. Dif- it works on a different scale, but you are eaten. Um, yeah. Eventually you might make it to a wolf. Who knows? <laughs> I will take your compost and put it in yeah. wolf territory. I, I will I will plant berries that will sustain smaller animals that will then be eaten by wolves. Oh, wow. That's some circle of life, Dan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's that's what we're really getting at here. Yeah. We, we think well, we're so special and we have to be removed from those things, though. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the opposite. We are uh, we are very much dependent and a part of all of it but that 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 actually does go counter to especially the you know christian claims about humanity right right? like i mean i remember being taught as a kid that you know we aren't animals right (laughs) right because we're some we're we're more we're like animals are one thing and then there's people and then there's god right yeah and it's like we have to be special in our in our in our little yeah. heads uh and 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 be, you know religious belief just plays off of that and this is a perfect example of like we we have we're special we can't we can't just rot out in the woods we can't yeah. just be turned into compost that's what animals do right yeah. we're people 
And so we get to be buried in concrete boxes or as has become fashionable and I'll, and it's okay, I guess uh, you can be cremated. Right. Right. But yeah. how slowly the acceptance of cremation has come around. I was shocked, shocked Dan, when my parents told me that they're being cremated. Yeah. I think good for was, them. I think it was dollars and cents. I think they like looked at like traditional burial versus cremation and they wanted to pay for everything up front. And they're like, well, yeah, I like the price tag on that. Jesus, I, Jesus agrees. The lower price one, that's the better one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that That's Mormon thinking right there. That's some solid Mormon thinking. What's the bottom line here? Yeah. Uh, oh my right. gosh. Well, if tell us about your plans to for for your death. Yeah, uh, I want to hear about them. You you can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to play it on the show. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/tgiatheist and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges, uh, you can do so. Just go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.